welcome to the Evil G Podcast, the official podcast of getting way too excited over a 90 second trailer. It's episode 128. I'm Colin, and Stu's here too. Hello. So who was getting way too excited over a 90 second trailer? Everybody. Are you talking about Godzilla Kong? All right, well, it was actually 2 minutes 50, but it was a great trailer. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the trailer I was talking about. Yep. Actually, if you do watch that Godzilla Kong trailer, it's clear as day Kong was all, I know I can't beat this guy, so I'm going to have to just be his tag partner now. So <laughs> that's what the new fellow is. It's they're, they're just going to be a tag team and just beat the shit out of anything that pops up now. And uh, is, is Godzilla now pink? Yeah, he's, he's sort of evolved or something, and he's all sort of purple flamey. Because yeah. I remember at the end of the last Godzilla film, he went all sort of nuclear red, so they're sort of like, well, he can't exactly just go back to being normal after doing that crazy shit, so... <laughs> well. Oh, wait, hang on. Godzilla Kong ha- happened after King of the Monsters. What am I on about? <laughs> he was blue in that. I suppose it depends what he's shooting at you. Well, that's true. Uh, but it just looks like another big, silly, fun movie. So I'm on board. Yeah, but they'll have those uh, annoying humans in it. Doing human things. Well, the good news is the good news is the most annoying human is not back for this one. <laughs> oh, the, the Stranger Things girl. Fuck, she is a shit actress. Hey? I don't care what anyone says. She is a pish actress. I don't know. I don't know why she's so over with the crowds, but Jesus, she's awful. Uh, I can't remember anything else about those films except for the monster fights. Yeah, guess... so that's all you need to remember. That's, <laughs> that's the important part. <laughs> that's what you want. Mechagodzilla, yeah. let's go. Yep. Yep. Fucking Kong throwing drop kicks. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> They should definitely the first time seeing that, like, what the fuck? So what wrestle moves can we expect out of Kong this time round? So, and Eugene's right, someone's getting a German. Someone <laughs> is getting a German. <laughs> Some deadlift German suplexes from Kong. <laughs> deadlift Germans. If he does a T-bone, I'll lose my mind. Did they, they show in this trailer the, what they're fighting this time? Well... From what I can tell, it looks like it's a Kong body. It's like this, it's like another big Kong, but he's like an orangutan and he's got a full army of fucking Kongs. Oh, oh plenty it's of like, opportunity for wrestling moves in. Yeah, there's going to be a ton of guys to take on, like, so this is going to be lethal. Okay, they've sort of already gone through all the Toho villains, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, you've had your biggest bad, like, when you've yeah, taken gone, down King Ghidorah. Yeah. Gator's been done. They've had Mothra in it. Um, yeah, Rodan. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've had all the big, big names. I mean, the only other big name I can think of would maybe be Destroyer, but... Um, again, when you've taken down Ghidorah, Destroyer's not a, not a, not a problem. <laughs> So uh, it probably makes sense to try something new and go, right, here's a bunch of fucking Kongs and a whole fucking army of them. Yeah, I must check that shit out. Uh, just before we get into stuff we've been playing, you've been watching that Monarch show, haven't you? I have, yes. And how's that? The first couple of episodes were great, but that last one I watched was 45 minutes long 
and I I'm not being sarcastic when I say this. Nothing happened. Mm. Forty-five minutes of just four people walking around in the snow, and I was like, "This is shit." Nothing like the like the first episode introduces everything. The second episode to do all this cool flashback stuff with Godzilla. Then the third episode, you know, that's like Kurt Russell's introduced and he's explaining what's going on. Then the fourth episode is just here's people walking in the snow, and you're like, "This, what the fuck happened? Who wrote this episode? They, they, I hope they're fired and they never have to work ever again. This is shocking." It's, so, probably, it's probably like you can make this episode, but we're not going to give you any money. Nah. <laughs> we ran out yeah, of money. Kurt, you're allowed Kurt Russell, and you're allowed some snow, but that's it. You're like, what the fuck are we doing here? So, I uh, it it is like I have been enjoying it. This episode had a real left a real bad taste in the mouth, so I'm hoping it gets better after that. Right, well, uh. Games then. Um, have you played anything new? So or I have. Oh, so I have been playing Remnant Two. Oh yes, that's right. Sequel to Remnant from the Ashes. <laughs> um, yeah. So the best way to describe the Remnant games is kind of like a Souls game, but you got guns. Mm. I'm not talking Bloodborne style. No. Nope. I mean, like, full on. We're shooting things here. Um, yeah, this is straight up <clears throat> Gears of War type third person shooter. Yeah, but no no cover. We're not hiding no behind cover. any chest, chest no, walls no. here. Um, so you played a bit of, bit of the first one. Loved it. And yeah, it is pretty good. And the second one's... It had um, one of the best wall vaults i ever seen in my life. You know, you used to roll over the wall. Oh yeah, that's still in there. Uh, yeah, that's the coolest fucking <laughs> wall vault ever. Uh, this one is kind of more the same, sort of. Um, that's right. So, you're in the same place. Um, so the... the the events of the first game happen, whatever. You know, you've got that wee area, like the wee home base area where you do all your mm. creating and all. Um, yep. So I never finished. Well, I did, but like finishing Remnant's weird. You're expected to play through it multiple times and all, and it's all like has procedurally oh. generated dungeons and it's all random. Um, but after like you beat the evil tree. Um, this takes place after that so like it's the same there's the same characters in in this place uh, that are doing your your weapon upgrades and all that sort of stuff Um, and they they make reference back to the wanderer which is you from the first game Um, so you're a different person this time Uh, and it's you Uh and your friend um, you're going adventuring about in the, this post-apocalyptic uh, setting that, that Remnant is. Um, and you get yourself into a spot of baller where all your, looks like you're about to be killed and then a bunch of people from, from this settlement, they, they save you and, and take you in. Um, and your friend has that root rot stuff from the first game. Yeah. Um, uh, but she, they're able to cure her. Um, 
and basically you get sent out uh the the, the guy in charge uh basically reactivates your mind the big red crystal yep um and then one of the the, the woman that that has there's a woman there that has special powers she's in the settlement but she gets sucked into the crystal and then you have to go after her, and that's sort of where it kicks off you go uh you, you touch the big red crystal and you go into mm. other realities um and so mm. in this one uh, the the first place where I've ended up is like a real proper fantasy, lo- very Dark Souls looking place. You know, it's yeah. all sort of elves and like on the the Fey, um, and it's all castles and shit. And then but you're running around with a fucking M16 or something. <laughs> yeah, you're running around with guns, uh, and the the <laughs> all your enemies have uh, spears and. Uh, <laughs> Bows and arrows. <laughs> so, so there's that. Um, That's a cool idea, though. Yeah, you start off in the like the sort of castle, and it's the same as the first one, where it's like the there'll be sort of like a tile set, and then it, it randomizes like the layouts and all, and the, the loot and, and stuff, um, and the enemy placement, um, and you can actually you can completely re-roll your world um, from the menu when, you, when you're sitting at what, what is essentially a bonfire. It means you start again, but it means you get new sets of dungeons and all, uh, and everything's re-rolled for you. Um, and you're looking for this woman, and you're in this place, and they're, um, you're, you're actually talking to people that are in this world, and their, their world's all fucked up, and their king's been usurped with a imposter and they're asking you to to help out with that uh while you look for this woman um and yeah it, it plays very much like like the first one um you've got your choice of you know you've got your your main weapon and a yeah and a sidearm and you also got a melee weapon did i say weapon weapon um and then you can you get the you know, mutators and, and modifiers for the weapons that you can swap out and all to give them different effects, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, you're you're mm-hmm. just trying to get scrap, upgrade your weapons, uh, so on and so forth. You come, uh, and you fight bosses, and then they give you things, and like in Dark Souls, you can make boss weapons. Does it still have that cool chunky look that the original had? That same cool art style. Aye, it it definitely does. Happy days. Because um, I'm pretty sure the Remnant game used asset, well, some assets from the Darksiders games. Right. I'm pretty sure the guys that made it's Gunfire Games, isn't it? <laughs> Uh yeah, that was Gearbox yeah. that published. Uh, I'm not too sure, but, but I know Gunfire Games yeah. are the guys who done the remasters of Darksiders one and two, and then they made Darksiders three. Right. Um, so then, Darksiders three was sort of half made, and then they had to sort of finish it, 
and they had a whole bunch of assets and stuff and they, they actually wanted to make a very different game and they were told no finish this finish this so then they went fine we'll finish Darksiders 3 but now we're making our own game so they had all these cool things they wanted to use and hence why the Remnant games look very similar to Darksiders mm. but I love that Darksiders art style because it's obviously all very Joe Madera who's a fucking cool artist yeah um no, the, the the stuff looks looks good in this this one. Um, so the same way your your weapons start out, um, you know, looking like normal guns, and then when you put the modifiers and that on them, it changes the way they look, uh, and that uh, for, to where they look more fantasy, I guess, uh, crazy mm. sort of things. Um, you got the same. Uh, you remember the way you got the the choice of the three classes? You had your sort of long range sniper class, your balanced one, and then your your tanky sort of class. Mm. Um, there's another starting one this time, um, and right. you got a dog. Right. I I have a sneaking suspicion this is for making things a bit easier if you're playing solo. Because uh, this, this, this is a class I picked because oh, this is a new one. Um, dog companion, let's go. Um, but it, the dog is fucking savage, hey? <laughs> it is. <That's> right. <laughs> it, it can take down enemies itself. Um, and as you, like, as you're just playing, you level up um, sort of your companion level with it and it gets more perks. And you get three different sort of variations. The dog, you can seem to be switch between them at will. So you've got one, the one you start out uh, is sort of, it generates threat. So it can distract the enemies, um, leaving mm. you to just shoot them. And then there's there's one that does passive healing. Um, and then there's Wait. one that gives you uh, damage buffs. Um, and then the dog has, uh, each of those have an ability where you can activate and it's on a cooldown. Um, you know, so for example, you'll get a healing boost or, or, um, you get resistance to damage for, for like a, a short amount of time. Um, and then I don't know if this was there in the first one, but you get a, you can get a secondary class. I'm not sure what way that works yet, or if you can switch between them or not, but, uh, hmm. yeah, that, that's in there. Um. Yeah, enjoying it so far. It's like I forget how you, like chunky the guns feel in that. It's yeah, it was a good feeling game. I'm actually just reading here. Sadly, it doesn't do crossplay, but it's Steam Deck verified. Is it? It is. Tell me, it's unsupported. I'm on the Steam Deck here, and it's got a tick beside it for me. Okay. I guess a desktop team. Uh... Oh no, I'm reading. Oh, you're right. Why did why did Remnant Two go from verified to unsupported? This has had no difference on. Yeah, that's weird. So it was verified. So I must have. <gasps> I've got the Steam Deck story that hasn't updated yet. Oh, jerkers! No. Someone must have found uh, something. I <laughs> imagine that'll cause... get patched. Ah, it's on the old CD keys here, you see. Uh. <laughs> and it is one I actually would like to play, because I do remember playing the first one and enjoying it. Like I said, the moment I seen that fucking roll over the wall, I was like, I'm sold, this looks class. 
He just felt like a badass rolling over the wall, but you know, wrecking boys, eh? Plus, mm. it has that sort of cool... The characters all had that cool westerny look. So that was me sold as yeah. well. I was running uh, around. Po- post-apocalyptic cowboy kicking demons' asses. What else did you want? Yeah, well, you can do that in this one as well, then. Um, oh, there, There's more... Your, your character speaks this time, uh, and it's a bit more explicit in its storytelling. Like, there's, mm. you know, cutscenes and dialogue happening um which i don't know how i feel about that it's weird like right. it's definitely a souls like game but the character's talking you're like yeah but i suppose yeah. that gives it its own identity yeah true um but yeah it's on game pass um both have just been added to game pass so if anyone wants to check them out there i know you can. the original was on the ps plus that's how i played it but i don't know I know I'll be waiting a good while for it to be added to PlayStation, but like I say, um, I might have to pick it up at some stage. Um, I haven't got this far into it yet, but it seems like there's energy weapons and robots at some point. (laughs) Plus. So from fighting fairies to fucking kicking robots' asses. Mm. You gotta love games that just do that, though. I love it when a game just has all types of bonkers enemies. And it'll give you some weird reason for it, but you know yourself, you know, all this was designed first, and then they were like, ah, oh, we have to, you know, think of a reason all these different class looking enemies are in the same game. Yeah. Because you're like flying through alternate realities, you can pretty much do whatever they want. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Um, I played of like, five minutes like i really just played the tutorial of uh roller drone um which i've been wanting to try out um i'll definitely have to get back to that though because that's that sort of combat type yeah um, it's, it's like roller derby but uh shooting guns mm. uh, it's all cell shaded mm. um it looked very very cool mm. Uh, so what about yourself? Have you played anything? I haven't been playing anything new. Um, so a while back, I finally got myself uh, a, a, a new hard drive for the PlayStation so I could fit a lot of old games back on. Because a game I really missed playing, and I haven't played it for ages, and there's been new updates and changes to it, was Hitman 3, which is now considered World of Assassination. And... Um, I didn't really get a chance to play that freelancer mode much before I had to get rid of it. So this, I've been really just... This is the roguelike thing? Yeah. This is really fucking cool. I'm absolutely loving this mode. So you'll basically go up... You're, you start in a safe house and it'll go, right, here's these syndicates or whatever. It's just an excuse to choose a choose a file. And the file will have three levels to pick from. So if you choose this file, you will do these three levels and you'll have the target or whatever on each level. So you'll do your first and you won't go in with like a bunch of guns or anything. You'll have maybe you know, maybe one batch of poison or something and the target will be completely random in the map and you will have to figure out how to get into where they are and kill them. And obviously, you know, hiccups happen and things like that, but obviously in hitman a target will always be like a a particular person and you can work your way around to getting them whereas in this it'll be like a random civilian who is in the middle of a crowd and you're thinking 
the fuck did I kill this guy without being spotted? And that's the thing, sometimes it's just not going to happen. So you have to try and figure out how to take them out without you looking like you did it. And, mm. that, and that's the genius of this whole thing. And then as things progress, you'll pick up more items and you'll get more weapons and yada, yada, yada. But if you get killed, you're back to square one. But obviously, like any other roguelike, you will un get unlocks and you know be able to carry more. You will be able to get starting weapons and things like that. But like last night, I had a I had a, a target and one of the maps in Hitman Two, I believe it was, is like this wee suburban area. And the guy that the game picked as my target is a guy giving a speech in front of a crowd, and at no point does he ever leave this speech. That's basically his NPC is you know the crowd gatherer. Yeah. You, know, you can use him in the actual main mission, you know, to cause the target, you know, to come over and yada, yada, yada. But he will not leave this stand. He will sit there and talk. So I had to climb on a roof and I had a pistol. I didn't have a sniper rifle or nothing. And I took like, it must have took me about 30 seconds to line up this shot. And as soon as I shot him, I forgot I had no silencer. So of course everyone just turned around and looked at me and I was like, oh, bugger. <laughs> That didn't go well at all. So I had to leg it off the map. I was, I was still able to get away, but then because I was spotted and all the rest of it, when you go to your next point, it's higher alert. So yeah. there'll be more guards and the target will know what you look like and all this here. So you have to try and again figure it all out. But it's like a freaking idea. Mm. It's sort of like if, if you've played Hitman to death to the point where you can play it with your eyes closed, this is the mode that will be made for you because every game literally has a different target. It's and like say you, you'll go in with random weapons. At one, at one point, the only weapon I had was a rubber duck. And I was like, <laughs> "Say exploding no rubber duck." No, no. All oh, right. I was hoping I was like, "Oh yes, exploding rubber duck." But no, this was just a normal rubber duck. I still managed to do it though because at one point the guy walks beside a window, so I fucked the rubber duck at him, hit him in the back of the head, and he just stumbled enough to fall out the window, and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> brilliant nice. um, obviously there's there's no save points or anything like that you have to do it in one go so it's it's very uh makes it makes you think on your feet and obviously it can it makes you be very creative and obviously being hitman it you can be very silly as well because there there there's just some targets where you're like i'm gonna have to do this in front of all these people so before you do it you're just looking for the quickest escape route to get away from everybody <laughs> yeah or what i've started doing now is like finding someone who's out of the way you know sort of putting them to sleep by choking them out so i have a spur outfit so i'll commit the crime in my suit run out of the way and then jump into new clothes <laughs> so everyone's like oh where'd he go <laughs> so all you have to do is change clothes Yep. No one recognizes you when you change clothes. It's like, so just happens to be two bald guys with barcodes tattooed on their back of their head, but it's definitely two different people. Couldn't be him. Yep. No, no that's not him. Strikingly handsome man. There's no way. It couldn't have been him. Couldn't have been him. But yeah, really good fun. Really, really enjoying it. So I've been putting a lot of time into that. So I have. But yeah, good to be playing Hitman again. Like I say, I got the two terabyte hard drive because games are getting bigger and bigger these days. Mm -hmm. So. I think Hitman's like, because it is literally all three of the Hitman games, plus all the DLC, yada, yada, yada. I think it's, it's near 90 gig. Oh, so it no. is. 
That being said, though, it's a hell of a bargain these days if you're buying Hitman. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of content there. You get your money's worth, definitely. You really do. So if you haven't actually played, I'm just going to throw down my re-endorsement here. If you haven't actually played any of those last Hitman games and you want to, buy that World of Assassination. You're basically getting three Hitman games and all the DLC for like, I think it's £25. Well worth it. Whereas uh, Chump here bought them all individually. <laughs> Yeah, but you've been playing them for years. Yeah, yeah, true. I've been loving them. Um, we never spoke about the the big Dark Tide update, the anniversary update, uh, the Traitor's Curse. No, we didn't actually. That's a good point. We've been playing away at it, but we haven't spoken about uh, it. I guess it's just a given that I'm still playing Dark Tide. Um, yeah, that's true. So, so part one came out uh, in a couple of weeks ago in November there, uh, and added a new, completely new level. Um, mm. uh, it's just the one mission on it, uh, and like a whole some some tweaks to the different uh, skill trees and that. Now the second part mm. has just gone live today. We haven't played that now. Um, and with with this no, whole thing, know what we're doing after this podcast. No, <laughs> <laughs> no what the, the this has got like a, a wee separate story that I don't know anything about it, but there's there is some some guy called the Wolfer, and he has these two underlings called the Karnak twins. Uh, and we were looking at these, like, oh right, we're gonna get new boss fights. It's not just that guy in his bubble. Um, but I'm reading this update that's just gone live now today. Um, and this is a limited time event. Oh, it's limited. Yeah, and it's random encounters during the missions. One of these twins can show up. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see what this is. Hmm. And how Good badly to see get dark guy getting this type of thing being done now. <laughs> how badly they're gonna wreck our shit. I know. Oh, I bet you they're absolute beasts. Oh, probably. They have guns. Oh, and armor. Ah, oh, brilliant. Um, I have to say that, that I really like the way that new um, the new map looks. It's very different from anything they've had so far. Mm. Um, it's all like a wee looks like a wee bloodborne town. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very Yarnum. That's all I yeah. can think of whenever I see it. Hi. Well, let's get through this news so we can go try it out. Mm. <laughs> this is going to be a very quick podcast, folks. <laughs> um, well, I guess we'll start with this. Uh, so we got our Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer. Yeah, I thought it wasn't coming out till like today, but it dropped yesterday. So what happened is someone leaked it. Uh, so, <laughs> so they're all like, <laughs> we're just fired out now. Um, Fair enough. And uh, yeah, this thing's got some buzz about it. Uh, right now, at uh, time of recording, the uh, trailer has this is the on um, official Rockstar Games YouTube channel. Uh, over seventy-seven million views within eighteen right. hours. Okay, that's a wild lot. That is a wild lot, <laughs> and that makes me worry. Worry about what? Rockstar, I've mm-hmm. seen the buzz. You know what they're gonna do? 
What? We we were talking about this a while back about what happens with GTA Online. What? They're gonna turn around and go, oh, there's a nice new shiny GTA Online with GTA Six. Well, everyone's then... everyone's everyone's gonna want that GTA Six graphics with their GTA Online now. Yeah, probably will. I don't really care about the online. I just want to play the single player. Um, because I've been playing GTA games since GTA One. Um, mm. yeah, so this trailer, uh, we've had a bunch of leaks before this confirms a lot of stuff. So we're in Vice City. Yep. We are in Vice City. And it looks really fucking cool. Yeah. That Vice City was always my favorite GTA anyway. Everything's all purpley pink skylines and neon um, as fuck. Yeah. Uh, and we've got two protagonists, um, We've got the first female protagonist in a GTA game, uh, mm. Lu- Lucia, um, and her partner, Jason. Uh, and from what we know, I think that they're not just um, criminal partners, they're an actual romantic couple as well, which yep. will be a unique dynamic for if you're playing both of those. Um yeah, so this trailer is a minute and a half long. Um, the first thing that sort of stuck out to me is how dense everything is. Mm. Like, you see the like the beaches and stuff, how many people are on there, how many cars are on the road. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, this is just a very... It's not showing any gameplay or anything. It's just a cinematic trailer. Um, but the city from what they've shown, looks very alive. And there's a shit ton of wildlife, which uh, sort of expecting from, uh, you know, with Red Dead Redemption 2 and that. True, just, true. I just hope it's not boring. <laughs> I think crocs and all at one stage. Yeah, I guess there'll be alligators since we're in uh, mm. fake Florida. Um, mm. Like we're... St- yeah, we're we're seeing alligators. There's a shot of an alligator just walking into a convenience store. That you see a shot of a guy trying to get an alligator out of someone's pool. Um, they're definitely leaning in, in, into the whole Florida man type stuff. Yeah, because uh, a lot of shots of people doing very weird things, like a guy watering his garden wearing a thong. Um, and then what else do we see in this? Uh, yeah, the, the city looks huge as well. We see some like sweeping skylines and it definitely looks bigger than Los Santos looked for GTA 5. Mm. Like it, it looks like a huge, huge city. Um, like, yeah, just the environment. The thing with Vice City though. Do you uh-huh. think they'll be able to change up a lot of, you know, is it all just going to be a big city and beaches? No, no, or... no. no. Sure. Well, we've okay. got, we've definitely got swamps. I uh, suppose we can do swamps. I'm just trying to think what you can do in that area because obviously you can't do like fucking mountains and shit because yeah. Florida's not known for that. So they're they're doing their their take on the Everglades. Um, so there ah, there right. is one shot of one of those airboats. Yes. Flying through a bunch of reeds. Um, you know, we've got shots of uh, a bunch of flamingos, 
Um, and and we got more alligators in, in uh, some sort of like wetlands. Uh, so yeah, we're definitely going to have some uh, outside the, the city stuff going on. Um, the water looks really nice. That looks very impressive. Mm. Um, they've been working on their, their twerking tech. No, of course. Not. <laughs> so you see that a few times. Um, we see as well uh, a few like uh, parts of it where it's clearly like a you know a TikTok type things going on or like a Instagram mm. live streams and stuff going on. Um, Social media is going to be a big thing, in it. Oh yeah, yeah, they'd have to. Yep. Um, there's all part of, part of that where we're seeing a, a lot of that stuff, um, like we clips of of people doing Florida things, I suppose. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah. What else is there to really point out? Yeah, that's that's really all there is I can think of to to. To say it, it looks very nice. At the end, it's coming twenty twenty five. Yeah, so that that's sort of what we're getting at is um, is mm. it's still a ways away. I think I definitely think it's a bit, a bit early because now with the listen to people be like, oh, we've waited so long. No, if they wait even longer, and it's like, like calm down. It's just a game. It'll be done when it's done. I know. Um, like, Release half I, broken. That's the thing. I mean, they've given themselves a, a right, we have to have it done for this time. Now, I'm guessing from what they've showed, you know, they're obviously a good fucking chunk near there. Like, but um, it just seems a bit mad to me to re- announce a game that's over a year away and. You don't know how far into 2025 it could be. It could be quarter three, quarter four, which means you're literally announcing something two years away. Mm. I get that. I know what they know what they're doing. Like their Grand Theft Auto, they know they're going to sell no matter what. Like you say, 18 hours in, 77 million views. And I guarantee there's boys going over it with fine tooth combs who are then going to make a 90 minute video on YouTube explaining all the things you didn't see. <laughs> yep. So, yep, those are yep. up there already. Uh, Euro, oh, of course, <laughs> Eurogamer has a, a wee article breaking it, breaking down the um, the different things that we see. Um, let's see if they, what have they got pointing out? Uh, yeah, the swamp stuff they mentioned. Yeah, load of load of nature. Um, I I the, yeah, the, the, it was all they were always going to do that stuff when, uh, you know, probably put a lot of work into the animals and stuff in in Red Dead. You definitely mm. want to use more of that. Um, wonder how many times you're going to just get killed by an alligator. Yeah, they're, they're obviously. I guarantee in the story there will be a moment they have planned. Or an alligator. It's like, do you remember that house? Is it in Red Dead 2? There's a house, a certain wee shack in the middle of nowhere. And when you open the door, the bird jumps out and mauls you to death. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember getting caught with that? There's going to be something like that with an alligator. Yeah. Um, I'm out other few things. Yeah, we see a, a big port um, somewhere in there. So there's... Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, the 
point out as well that um, the trailer starts off with the, we see Lucy is in prison. Um, don't know if that's, oh, yeah, that's right. the start of the game. I reckon that's probably, that could be your sort of tutorial part. Um, mm-hmm. Like maybe you break out of prison. Who knows? Or like most GTAs, you're just finishing your sentence. Uh, th- oh, so- shit, here we go again. <laughs> so in that she's uh talking to like a, a guidance counselor or something and it makes it sound like she's not getting out anytime soon all right um but uh, like your euro gamer the euro gamer article ports it out this could be the end of the game but it's like yeah you really put in such a big spoiler or it could be a flashback <laughs> the whole game could be a flashback and her telling you a story Ooh, yeah could be definitely could yep. be um they point out some some signs here um the on the the roads for some of the other locations so kelly county which is probably that's more out in the sticks uh we've got the airport stockyard uh downtown little seoul uh los puerto freeway um you actually see as well the the ocean view hotel which is also in GTA Vice City. Yeah. Vice City, yeah. Um, it's a crying shame uh, Ray Liotta has passed away because I guarantee he would have had a cameo as Tommy in yeah, this game. Yeah. I wonder if maybe we'll get some references to to Tommy. Yeah, that, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, Tommy Versetti. <laughs> or maybe we'll we'll get uh, Lance Vance. <laughs> Somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's sad that like Rockstar always do that. You're like, as the, when you first get control of Trevor and Five, the first thing you do is kill the guy from uh, Lost in the Damned, the GTA Four expansion. Right. Um, well, you don't do it, but it's in the cut opening cutscene. He gets like uh, beat to death by Trevor. You know, like, oh, okay. Hmm. Um, I remember in. Um... I remember in San Andreas, you met the guy from GTA 3. You know, the guy that never speaks. Yeah, Claude. Claude, that's what you called him. Yeah, you met him at one stage, he never speaks. I remember he was loading up a car to get ready to go do the job, that which he then gets framed for in GTA 3. Mm. Yeah, they do like their wee, their wee references and callbacks. But yeah, Vice City, you'll have to have something to do with Tommy. Even as a, just a fitting tribute to Ray Liotta as well, I guess. Yeah, so the uh, let the hype train begin. I guess. Yep, for the next two years. <laughs> Just pulling out the station. Um, interesting about the the announcement though. Um, it said PS Five, uh, Xbox Series X and S. Uh, did not say anything about PC. They always do that way. Rockstar Games. It always gets released first on console, mm. and then. Is it like a year or whatever later? Then it hits the the PC. Yeah. Don't know why they do that. That's a, that is a bit of an odd one these days. Uh, I mean, PC gaming itself has changed a lot, even since like GTA Five. Mm. But even like if we go back to GTA Four, like consoles was purely the, um, the focus there. Um, yeah. PCs not as niche as it used to be so uh, i don't know um like the first gta was primarily a pc game 
Yeah. Uh, then, then got ported to PS1. But I guess since since 3, it's been, yeah, console first. Mm. Mm. That's how the Rockstar have been doing it for quite a while now. Except for Red Dead 1, it never got a PC release for some reason. Yeah. Odd. Yeah, it is uh, weird. It's just, again, that at that time, you know, it was during hmm. that was during the three three sixty era, so uh, that true. that's where all the players were. Not so much on PC. It's mad they didn't port it when they were doing those shite updates. So, uh, but would you want them to? Yeah, true. That's the question. Like, <laughs> you can have people. You can have the PC crowd actually fix it. I guess. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's why they didn't. <laughs> we don't want people having fun. Um, just on the uh, since we're talking about trailers, uh, Dragon Age Dreadwolf got a trailer for a trailer, <laughs> a trailer for a trailer. <laughs> so, like, Dreadwolf's been in development for fucking ages. Um, it's yeah. been like eight years since it was announced. No, not eight it's years, not long. Sorry, no, uh, six years. <laughs> it's not it's still much for better. Uh, that's if it comes out next year. But the thing is, uh, they they did this teaser trailer, uh, which isn't much. Just shows the uh, the area that the game's taking place, and then there's a a wolf howling at the end. Um, yeah, it is called Dread Wolf. Uh, and then it's like uh, official reveal, summer twenty twenty four. So. What are the chances of this thing coming out in twenty twenty four if it's only going to be uh, no. revealed? Uh, unless they pull a fucking MK one and go, "I this is what it's going to look like," and it's out in three months. I mean, that would be good if they did that, but this, yeah, yeah, but it ain't happening. It's uh, very much like a quick throw together trailer so people know this game is not dead sort of thing going on here um yeah it's uh six years like why announce it that's that's why i think that like announcing a game that early is is like i know why but it's also stupid you know yeah i have to think of the stock prices i don't get it though how can some companies think I, I I don't work in a PR department, but obviously some people think, "Hey, see this announcing it two years to go. That's a stupid idea." And then some people go, "Hey, let's announce it now and build up the hype train." I don't. Mm. I don't get. I don't get both sides of the argument. To me, the short time is way better than the long time. It is, I. But lessons had to be learned, I guess. <clears throat> you know, the like cyberpunk's always the big one. I I, I think of like it was. When was that first teaser? Well, that was like... Had The Witcher 3 even came out at that point? I don't think so. Um, Because everyone thought that was their next game. Yeah. That's why everyone was like, oh, you've been working on this for, like, whatever amount of years. And I was like, in reality, they'd only been working on it for, like, three years, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um... 
but yeah, it's like announcing stuff that early, especially if your if your game comes out in a rough state, it doesn't really do you many favors. No, none at all. Or maybe you just shouldn't release games in a rough state. Hmm. Um. Some bullshit news. So it seems that um, if you have bought any sort of uh, video or shows or movies that are owned by Warner Discovery, which would mm. be a, a lot of stuff, uh, if you bought yep. that through the PlayStation Store, uh, you might be losing access to it. Which e- I don't understand. Even though you paid for it. Yeah. Um surely if you've paid for something, you're not paying to rent it. You you, you have ownership of this content. Hmm. So, so I don't don't understand how Sony are saying, Oh, you're gonna lose access to it, but it's not our fault, it's all Warner's fault and you're like No, I, I didn't buy it from Warner, I bought it from you. Uh so therein lies the uh the problem with buying stuff digitally is mm. Uh, they always, uh, you know, if you look in those terms and conditions, they're like, oh, you're purchasing a license to yeah, true. to watch this, um, which we can revoke at any time for any reason. Mm. Uh, and, uh, and that's what's happening here. Um, yeah, they're just, just pulling that stuff out of your library and you just can't have it anymore. To be fair, though, I don't know if this will affect many people because I don't know anyone who's ever bought a video from the PlayStation Store. <laughs> ever. I, I'm sure they're right there somewhere. I, I mean, wouldn't be my first choice for uh, yeah. buying someone to watch, but I'm sure there's people out there that you know watch all their stuff on their PlayStation and that. I remember a while back you could buy the AEW pay-per-views on the PlayStation Store. And then they obviously had to drop it for some reason because then oh, they just stopped oh, doing it. Oh, and and whose channels does AEW yeah. appear on? Yeah, Warner. <laughs> but it's like, you know, who, who thinks, oh, I want to watch this pay-per-view, I'll buy it on my PlayStation? It's like, no, I will buy it from a pay-per-view provider. That they all like the guy, the people they always talk about on AWTV is Fight TV. So, you know, they specialize mm. in this thing. Sony don't exactly go around going, Yeah, we specialize in pay per views. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 I, that, that's probably the problem. Even the Fight TV stuff, like, you know, you have all the pay per views on there. What's to mm. say AEW down the road doesn't sign some pay per view deal with someone else? Um, because that's what happened here. Because so we had the Warner Discovery uh, merger, mm-hmm. uh, and they're, you know, because of that, all rights have all changed now because they merged, and and that's what sort of led to to this happening. Um, mm. So, but like you could lose access to all all that stuff at some point because mm. something even out something on the business end outside even the platform's control happened and now it's just gone. Like, like you, you buy stuff on, you have an Amazon library of stuff. Um, I do. 
like if if any of them studios get bought by some other company and they turn around and say no amazon take all that stuff off mm, i must check because i remember we were talking about this I must check if there's a drm on it because it does allow you to download it you see i think yeah. uh the warner's been on a fucking tear right with uh being absolute bastards for this to Haven't not they? not releasing finished films so they can write them off for tax reasons right. um these these are the bastards that took dark away from us yeah don't yep, forget that they took the they took the Taz and Excalibur show away, the bastards. Mm-hmm. The best um, weekly podcast ever. And I think what they're trying to say to all of us is just pirate everything. Yeah, true. true. If, if they're going to play this game, <clears throat> where they get the, like you legitimately buy it from them, and then they're like, nah, we're taking that away now because of just because, because we can. Where you're like, right, yeah. okay, I'm going to download this illegally then, just because I can. Yep. Well, technically, you legally are allowed to because you own it already. So yeah, you're not well, doing anything uh, wrong. I wonder, <laughs> like, I paid for this, uh, and I'm going yeah. to have it one way yep. or another. Um, uh, It's just fucked up. Uh, Warner Brothers is just the worst around at the minute. I, I don't know what they're fucking thinking is either. It, are they just out there trying to be the biggest bastards around? Seriously, they make EA look like fucking UNICEF or something. They do. They really <laughs> do at this moment. Um, like the, like that announcement they made a couple of weeks ago where they basically says, I we're going to milk all our franchises as live service games. And like they weren't even like... They weren't sugarcoating or anything. They were literally openly saying, "Yep, everything's going to be a live service game." Because uh, here, here's some you know bullshit way of saying it. We want you to spend more money. Yeah. So buy the game and then give us more money. They actually had to come out and uh, tell people, "No, that Wonder Woman game will not be a live service game." Because everyone was like, you know, I, I taking that. what they said at face value and being like, "Oh, yeah. this is going to be shit. Wonder Woman's going to be live service." How's that going to work? Mm. So I don't know what the fuck they're at over there. That's their shitty CEO saying things like that. There's a good chance he hasn't a fucking clue what's happening in the gaming division. Yeah, that's true. But it's them pushing all that Mortal Kombat fucking selling fatalities yeah, and shit. Um, There's, like I say, it's near. it's basically a tanner for a skin. Yeah, it's. And then I, I looked at the Street Fighter price and very quickly off topic for costumes. I'm sorry, they're not much better. Hey? No, no. The, the Street they Fighter really stuff aren't. as well. This this whole skin thing, especially in full price games, is yeah. at, least, at least in free to play, you can say, right, that's how they're making the money to actually yeah. justify making the game free. Uh, and you've nothing to compare that price to but when it comes to a game you've paid you know 60 70 pound for you have you paid that for the amount of content in that game and then you say right we can add another costume for a tenor and then you're looking at it but there's like you know two costumes per character in here already and there's like what you know say there's 10 characters that's 20 costumes 
even if you don't take the rest of the game for seventy pound and then one's costing a tenner, how does that make sense? Street Fighter's argument is though, ah, uh, but it's only three hundred of the fight money, right? Oh no, the you prob- don't get that's that's but, that, but the problem is you you can't buy three hundred fight money. You can only buy two hundred and fifty, or you can buy six hundred and ten, and the six hundred and ten is a tenner. Hmm. Oh, so it's a so tenner. Yeah. It's a tenner either you way. You have to Fuck spend them. the tenner to get your skin. Yep. Oh, but then you can buy two skins. I don't fucking want two skins. Only wanted one. And as a result, I'm going to buy no skins. Exactly. That that was it. If I had been able to buy, if I had, if I had been able to spend the three, the three ninety nine and get three hundred exactly, I would own Zangief's third skin by now. But whenever I seen all that shit, I was all, no, fuck that. I'm not paying a tenner just for a Zangief skin. So. Yeah. Well done, Street Fighter. You lost. You lost my sale completely. <laughs> uh, and it, even uh, you talk about Dark Tide and the way it does it, but it's still bad, mm. and they're still fucking overpriced. And yes, I bought yeah. one. That does not make it right. That m- means their shit worked on me, and uh, it's annoying. Um, but at the very fucking least, they let you buy the exact amount of currency to buy the skin. Mm-hmm. it's a bit of a pain in the arse that you have to go buy the currency first instead of just do being indirect but it's probably got something to do with the way Steam works and that yeah um yeah let's move on from that bullshit um mm. that Fallout TV show by Amazon got a trailer yeah it did it uh, actually looks pretty good yeah don't uh, look half bad um, I had no expectation for this is, uh, at all. Nope. Um, but it looks like it's gonna go. Yeah, this is kind of a comedy, action comedy type of thing. Yeah, it. I like that they're not trying to do any of the games stories. They just went right. This is the world of Fallout. Uh, mad shit's happening, and uh, here's some random person and her story. Hmm. Yeah, uh, that, that's the thing about Fallout. It's got. It's already got a bunch of disconnected stories in it already, so you can do that. Hmm. Um. But it, it's the it, best way you could have done it. It looks fun. Looks very tongue in cheek. Um, for yeah. some reason, it reminded me like I haven't seen it, but look, from watching the trailers, seeing the trailers, right, but the twisted metal got the same kind yeah. of t- tone. I got the exact. I think that's why it. I sort of went. This looks pretty good because it gave me that same exactly the same sort of tone yeah. of the twisted metal show. I, I was thinking that myself. I was like, here's. Uh, I, I think this would be up Stu's alley, a, a guy who has never played a Fallout game in his life and would not. Nope. Um, a, a thing that really made me laugh, though, was uh, at the start from acclaimed acclaimed game developer Todd Art. Yeah, I see that, and I laughed as well. Maybe that's part of the, part of the comedy in the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the, the, I think people have already been updating it anyway. You know they've been doing their fan versions of it. <laughs> so well, they replaced um, from from acclaimed liar Todd Hard uh, from known liar uh, um, from known bullshitter. Um, there was there was all these boys doing different ones. But yeah, uh, brilliant! Hey, acclaimed video game maker. It's like guy ah, dead on. He wishes, but that'll be him being all chuffed by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as well, like all the, it's it's nailing all the stuff for the fans. It's like you, you got the brother who the steel armor, and it looks spot on. 
you know, yep. you've, you've got the, I, I can't remember what you call them. Um, but the mutated bear thing, um, oh, yeah. you've got death claw. No, no, it's not a death claw. I don't think there's a death okay. claw in the trailer. Okay. I just don't um, remember Hachi always talking about those. Yeah. Uh, death claws are big fuck off things. Um, you know, those weird sea creatures. I can't remember what you call them. They're in rad roaches and that, yeah, that all looks right. It's got all the vault tech shit. Um, yeah, it'll be all very tongue in cheek. The dude that had no no nose was that Walton Goggins. I have no idea. So so oh, okay. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> uh, do you ever watch The Shield? Yes. Shane from The Shield. Ah. Uh, very good actor. It, I'm looking at it right now. I can't tell. Um, but yeah, he would be uh, what's called a ghoul. It's a a ghoul mutated human. Ah, very good. But yeah, this is uh, Amazon Prime. This is coming out on, and I was very shocked at how decent this looked. So I think I'll be checking this out when it comes out because I think it's due Aprily time next year. Yeah, twelfth of April. Twelfth of April. Um. So we're saying that about Warner Brothers making EA look good. Um, I put a story in here because it's EA being decent <laughs> hmm. so they have um they have a bunch of patents for accessibility tools and games hmm. and they've just made them free to use for whoever wants to use them um yeah, this, could, this could be them turning themselves around <laughs> trying to fix their shitty well as long as they keep doing ultimate team no <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> they'll always be bastards really but um so the, they've got this tool called Iris, which can analyze the frames uh, in video and uh, highlight where it would be a problem for people with uh, photosensitivity. So, you know, people, epilepsy and that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it'll do that automatically and developers can look and see uh, where's, the, what can we do to change, to get, can we give options to switch certain things off and that so um, it doesn't give people seizures? Um, yeah, they ident good. identify that stuff. Um, <clears throat> they've also got um, automated player controller takeover, which basically allows the game to say, Oh, this person isn't playing anymore, uh, and takes over and starts playing for them. Um, in the style of the player, somehow. Um, <clears throat> they've also got uh, an adaptive gaming tutorial system, um, which will give you hints and advice based on uh, how you're playing um, and can be tailored to to whatever skill level you're at. And then they've got a, a navigation system that was in Mirror's Edge Catalyst, um, and they've just put all of this out and said, there, right, everyone can use this royalty-free um, to make games more accessible to mm -hmm. everyone. So there you go. You can't call EA Very the most, most evil game company anymore. And to be fair, it probably hasn't been EA for a while. Yeah. <laughs> that one they're doing. No, that's true. 
there's there's worse. Not saying EA is good, but there's definitely worse. Um, no, over these last few years, there's been some people have definitely proven they're worse. Uh, one company that has been bending over backwards to like salvage their broken as fuck uh, public images, CD Projekt Red. Um, so, so yeah, this this is a bit of a surprise announcement they made. Yeah, so they said they were done with Cyberpunk after Phantom Liberty came out. Um, and they just announced uh, it's getting a, a two point one mm. update. Uh, in which they will be implementing the metro system, which we saw in that the the some of the first trailers you jumping on the uh, the metro system that you can see throughout the city, um, uh, but you could never access it. And then uh, they've put it in there. You can get on the train and just ride around on the train, and you can also just skip the journey uh, to fast travel. Um, and they've put a good. some other stuff in there as well, uh, being able to hang out more with romantic interests and such. Um, yeah, just when you thought you were done with Cyberpunk, I don't think this updates enough to get me to play it more. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty well, no, but it'll be a nice thing for when you do go around and. It's a pretty cool thing for when you want to try it again. You've got this new thing you can play about with next time you play it. Yeah, it would it would be nice to like boot it up just to. It's the kind of thing you would probably do once and then never do again. <laughs> Although uh, I do drive literally everywhere, I don't really use the fast travel anytime I'm playing it. Um. Mm. Oh, they also put in where you can create your own pay- playlists for the radio, which is, yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, nice. Always annoying, like you want to hear a specific song and you're like, just put it on the station and hope that it plays. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so that's that's uh, a cool idea. Playlists. I like that. Especially when you say different uh, radio stations all have different pretty cool. Yeah, they should do that in GTA 6. They've been doing that in Central forever. Yeah, well, especially, well. With all this new sort of, you know, social media stuff they're implementing, they they need to do playlists. I know the radio stations are a bit of a, and they can still be there. They can, you know, the staples of GTA. But in this modern day, people it's just uh, like a, a bit of mix of music and stuff. Ah, uh, but I think the the radio stations are so important. You've got the ads. Oh, as I can say, you have the, to keep them. They're a yeah, staple. The, oh, the, the ads are legendary. The talk radio, uh, as well. Yep. Yeah. You always gotta have Laszlo. <clears throat> yeah, Laszlo. Was he on the radio in this one, or was he just in that mission? You haven't played five, have you? Nope, I have not played five. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I put this on here because it's not news. Capcom is going to remake more Resident Evil. Yeah, they've pretty much confirmed it, and they haven't said what they're doing, and there's big debate up and. As we've already said, they shouldn't do Resident Evil. They should do Dino Crisis, the cards. Mm, yeah. On this Eurogamer article, it says the obvious next game to be remade would be Resident Evil 5. Now, we've talked about this before, but I've seen numerous people do say this. 
Um, and how it, it's going to be tricky to do it because of the whole, like, the African setting's a bit fucked up and, and all. But I mm. mean, I was talking about this before, and we both took away the same thing from the ending of the remake of 4, of what happened, yes. and like, holy shit, they just retcon 5 out of this. Yeah. 5 cannot happen now because of the different thing that happened at the end of that game. It, did everyone Wait, else just... You... <laughs> Did you play the DLC the separate ways? No, no, no. Right. At the end of that, Wesker basically is on his big boat and he's doing the evil speech and, you know, the boys are, oh, she's changed course. She's not bringing the amber. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, Wesker's all, no matter. My plan will still go ahead. We'll just have to make some changes. Uh, so, so, so PSA 5 could be literally anything then, but that's not a yeah, remake. Five could, no, that's not a remake. That is a literally a new Resident Evil. Right. I Just thought you were going to say something like at the end, Wesker was on a boat and he managed to catch the amber <laughs> after she <laughs> throws it out of the helicopter. <laughs> he just happened to, she, she throws it, she's like, ah, shit, there's his boat. <laughs> He's got his baseball glove there ready. Yeah. No, the, the only thing he had was Crozer's body. Uh, I guess. He might be able but to it's not the amber. But it's crazy yeah. body work with that or something. So, but yeah, he says it's you know we we'll just have to make some changes. To me, that is them confirming. I the next that Resident Evil Five will be called Five, but it's going to be nothing like the original Resident Evil Five. It's going to be complete. It could be set in London for all we know or something. Mm. Which I I didn't really enjoy Five, so okay. <laughs> started well and then it just got mad a while boring it turned more yeah it just turned into an action game just here's a room shoot everything and yeah like, oh shit this ain't resident evil nope i guess because they brought in all the co-op shit as well mm. your woman you shiva using all your fucking ammo oh, <laughs> i need ammo it's like well fuck off and got some <laughs> Find your own. Ah, uh, shooting just randomly. Yeah, and that game was so bad. She was, like shooting at closed doors and all, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck's sake. Yeah, but they should just do Dino Crisis. It's what we all they should. Want. They should. Um, in our Capcom news, uh, we had. If you remember back, I don't know if we talked about this, but the uh, the president of Capcom. Our hero, uh, Sujimoto, he, mm. he said that uh, game prices are too low. He did, yes. He, did, he said that. And he's all like, mm -hmm. if, we, if, we want to, if we want to increase wages, the prices are too low. Even though like, Capcom makes tons of profit. So, but whatever. <laughs> um, so they've sort of held their price points where everyone else has been increasing them, but it looks like Dragon's Dogma, Dragon's Dogma 2, which is out soon, in March, um, is going to see an increase. Um, in America, at least, it's going to cost $70. Mm. Um, and that's on PC, apparently. Oof. Uh, and there's going to be an $80... Special edition. Which, okay. Um, no. It's come with digital crap. 
Yeah. But, no, we've seen that this increase has, uh, for other publishers, especially Sony, has been, they've been like, so they, they went from 60 up to $70 for a game, um, and then mm-hmm. went at the same time as like, uh, you guys over there uh, using pounds, we're going to increase a standard price of a game from £50 up to £70, which was like a lot harder to swallow. Um, yes, it was. But I'm looking at the uh, the Dragon's Dogma 2 Steam page here, and they did say this is based on PC. Uh, Dragon's Dogma at the minute is priced at fifty three ninety eight, which, yeah, sure. So it it looks like they're at least not doing that side of it. Where they're like, um, just saying, yeah, pounds the same as dollar. Why not? We we really do get shafted over here when it comes to the money. The big one I'll always I I don't know why this stands out in my mind, but I remember when the first Guitar Heroes came out, the price difference between the states and the UK was insane. We got so shafted. Mm. Do you remember N sixty four games? Fuck. They were like sixty pound. Yep. Back in the nineties, which was like in the nineties. It's like a hundred pound of today's money. <laughs> Which was like more money the at that age, more money than even worth talking about. <laughs> it's like, well, no, it really was. Never it get really an N64, Jesus Christ. Yep. Or if you do, you got one game for life. <laughs> <laughs> it better make sure it's a good one. Hope it's not Superman. Yep. <laughs> because the N64, it's not like you can, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. Not like with the PlayStation. The yep. can't, can't get games for a fiver. No, you couldn't go to your indoor market. <laughs> <laughs> your local indoor market. We're going to get arrested. <laughs> we weren't the ones selling them. We were innocent kids buying them because we didn't have enough money to pay 40 quid for a game. Uh, best way, we better get on to wrestling stuff before the police come in. Okay. Cops will probably still come anyway. <laughs> um, right, we're... I guess we're in the week two in the Cont- Continental Classic. We're well into it now. I love that... Um, like I, li- I like this tournament format, and I like that pretty much the entirety of Dynamite and Collision is just like, no, nah, tournament is the most important thing that's going on yeah, right now. Yeah, it just takes over fucking... It's going to take over your wrestling shows for the next, what, four weeks still to go? Mm. Um. So on Dynamite, we had uh, John Moxley uh, beating Jay Lethal. And I think and you're... He took a... Took a what? Just gonna, he just took a... I like how it wasn't just a squash victory for him. No, he no, sort no. of... Quote unquote, he got a he picked up a wee knee injury maybe that he'll be working through. <laughs> is that for real, or was that just like? No, no, no. I think uh, this is the story they're telling me. Mox, he's is he's gonna yeah. have a bad week now because of Jay Lethal. He had that that promo as well where he was like, "I'm all fucked up, but I'm winning this tournament." Basically, yeah. Um, good Moxie promo. Yep. Um. 
Yeah, uh, your predictions of Jay Lethal are coming true. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> think he's going to do too well. Do you think he'll get any points? No, I don't think he will. Because when it comes to him and Mark Briscoe having a match, I can see Mark Briscoe being the one winning. Mm. Maybe they'll they'll spin something out of that for them too. Then mm, maybe because we we need to like I say we they need to um, set things up with this tournament. You just don't you can do more than just have a guy win it. Um, yeah, yeah. You can set stuff up all over the place. Um, did you mention Mark Briscoe? He was in. Uh, in, an, in a gold league match as well against Roosh. Roosh won that. What a match, eh? It was a great match. Another uh, guy that looked like, I don't know if it was legit or not, but he looked like he was rocking a, a leg injury as well. But again, that could be another just a cool story for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, selling a bad knee. A lot of chopping. Oh, they chopped it out. It's out each other. Danielson was loving a tie. Oh, I with Danielson on on commentary. Um, yeah, that's that's Roosh up to. Is that his first points? He lost his, he lost his opening match, so yeah, he mocks it. No, no, it was to Jay White because Jay White yeah, yeah. kicked him. That's why Roosh is in a really bad mood now. I did love the fact when they went on picture and picture, just Taz Excalibur cracking up Danielson as well. Hmm. He was trying to he was trying to keep a professional, but nope, you can't do that when Taz Caliber are there. They will get you. Um, Tony Storm segment, or a backstage interview with uh, RJ City. Mm. Um, she has been out partying with JFK, apparently. Yes, partly so. <laughs> and she has gout. Let's go. Just giving Sky Blue a title match. Yeah. She interrupted her. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all we need. And Taz's like, gout is no joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, MGF cuts promo, puts uh, Joe over. Oh, big time. Yeah, hugely. Talks him up. Yep. Um, says, unlike others, Joe's not here just for money. I wonder who mm. he was talking about there. I wonder who... Who could he be referring to? Um, <laughs> it's the fact that he had no problem mentioning all the other companies' names and everything. And it's the fact that he basically went, I went to WWE and they treated him like a bum, so he came mm. here to actually wrestle. Yeah, uh, he, he made reference to him, uh, like, flat out said they didn't allow him to be WWE champion. Um, yep. Uh, and Joe proved that you don't have to be a bodybuilder to be a champion. Mm. Um, but then we get, uh, we lights out, and it's not House of Black, mm. it's four mass perverts <laughs> with, with a bat. With the bat. Um, and uh, they go to attack. Uh, Joe comes in and saves MJF. Yep. 
So then MJF's all pissed going, right, that's it. I'm going to smack up your goons next week. And Joe's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Come on. We'll smack these fuckers up next week. Joe's not happy. We're, we're doing a tag match next week against the... Uh, the Devil's Goons. Devil's Goons, I guess. <laughs> That's what literally the, the match is being built as. <laughs> I'm sick of the Scooby-Doo bullshit. Um, <laughs> yeah. So... Wavy says definitely Adam Cole and the, the kingdom. Um, mm. But I, I had a, a different theory suggested to me. What about Wardlow? And the... As El Diablo! And the Pinnacle? Were any of them boys giving off a FTR vibe? <laughs> Shouting about their family or anything? Did any of them have a gun? <laughs> Nobody had a gun. Uh, who was right? Oh, they had Spears, FTR. Uh, Wardlow and MJF. Wardlow and MJF. Uh, so there's probably the, the, num- the numbers. Like one of them would have to be Wardlow then. Um, yeah, I think you'd notice him. <laughs> it was it was Gary made that suggestion to me as well. He also texted where Wardlow came out. He's like, does his hair look a bit messed up? Like he was just wearing a mask. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which you know, yeah, it kind of did. Because <laughs> uh, uh, Wardo comes out, uh, he has a match right after that against Ar Fox that he wins. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting thought. So he stopped doing the symphony, and he's just doing the last ride now. Yeah, noticed that. So I Maybe think some the, boys weren't enjoying the symphony. <laughs> I think it's because people do enjoy the symphony. Oh, do you mean the boys taking oh, it? I was thinking maybe the boys taking it. We're just a bit, a bit like, oh, I'm so tired. Right. Can this be over? I think it's more, I'm a heel and people like this, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, true. Yeah, good point. Uh, Dante Martin returns. Yep. Uh, it's Top Flight and Action Andretti versus the Hardys and Brothers A. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my theories about this. You have your theories. Did you see Matt Hardy giving off? That's what I mean. I, get, I think you can get to work. Wayne's too back soon. Oh, yeah, right. it's definitely a work. He's 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 working. He's healing it up. I can tell you that that that's working on some people. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yes. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Fuck is Matt Hardy to complain? I know, I know. He's not the, the most he's selfless not the, guy uh, ever. He, he's, he's so out of character for him. Um, yeah. You'd be like, uh, what the... <laughs> he, he's, he, he just does not do that shit. Um, yeah. And it, <clears throat> I don't think he's the, the type to be all like, oh, we're not being used correctly. It's like, uh, no, we're like the Hardys yeah. and we're like near 50. We're being used perfectly fine. Yep, yep. If we're on TV, we're happy. Yeah. Um, yep. This was a, a, a decent wee match. Um, was a good wee match. No, no Jeff Hardy mess ups. Um, I think Jeff was actually moving better than he has in a good while than this match. Hmm. I uh, noticed he was moving quite well. Dante looking fucking amazing though. Ah, uh, that's mad. It was only eight months ago. His foot was basically facing <laughs> the wrong way, and. 
So nice of them to show you it again on TV. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did not need to see that again. <laughs> no. I, it's nice that they warn you and all, but it's like, fucking hell. So your theory, um, it, it's, it's, um, Zay the gates pinned here. Yes. And uh, Matt and is blowing a gasket on the outside when yeah, the pin he, happens. He's going clean fucking nuts. Yep. So I reckon the Hardys are going to start maybe treating bro- Brother Zay a bit shitty. And I think Private Party's getting ready to get back together. I think Mark Quinn will be due back soon. And that's why they're starting this wee sort of Matt Hardy being a bit of a dick to the Brother Zay, maybe. I hope you're right. Thanks. Yeah, I'd, I'd miss Private Party as a tag team. And we need to, we need more tag teams at the moment. Yep. And the, the, oh, I hope they bring the old music back. It was way better. Mm, probably not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but be good to see Mark, Mark Quinn again, because they, they were a fantastic tag team. Yeah. Fantastic young tag team as well, like properly young tag team. Um, we, we get, uh, like, right after that, they, they take a break, and then when... Um, uh, Top flight and Andrade's backstage. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. Pento Penta Pento? Penta comes up and he's all like one, two, three. And he counts him commander of Vikingo. One, two, mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. Zero. Miro. He's like, we got a trios match. Yeah. Uh was Sweet. was that in Rampage? No, it didn't happen yet. Oh right. When, when is that? I thought it was going to be for Rampage, so I'm guessing it'll be coming this week, or it could be this week's Rampage or something. Because mm. I, do I watch, watch this week's Rampage. Uh, Julia Hart's defender TBS title. Who better? Emi is here to give you a good match. Oh, jeez. Emi Sakura gave her a good fucking c and Emi just so fucking good, eh? Unbelievable. You're you're guaranteed you're getting. She's gonna make whoever she's in the ring with look excellent, and also yep. beat the shit out of them at the same time. And I loved so I was like Julia's doing the house rules stuff. We said last year like or last week, Lady Frost goes uh, no countdown. So they're like, how does that help you when known yep. cheater uh, Julia Hart? Um, yep. But this week, Sakura, no tap outs. What's her yep, finisher? A fucking submission. Um, yep. So yeah, that 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 was good. Um, Very good. So just to skip forward to collision. Um, we had Abaddon back on. We did beating, beating Kier Hogan, uh, and then right after that, uh, Julie Hart comes out and sort of. And Sinuich, uh, like she's getting a shot now. What is... Again. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, what were you going to say? I was going to say, once again, it'll be a champion is the only person to beat Abaddon. Mm. Abaddon has only ever lost to title <laughs> holders. What I want to know is, what's Abaddon's house rule going to be? Oh, fuck yeah. Anything goes. Oh, oh Jesus! It probably will be. Oh, they have it. I was it's like, it's her as well. Yeah, it's like uh, Julia uh, 
appears in the ring, they do the thing, then blacks out and Julie disappears and then Abaddon's like looking around and then just starts screaming. Brilliant. It's good to see her again. Um, <laughs> we, we got uh, the, the RJ City backstage with uh, Mariah May, who we haven't seen much of yet. She's hanging around Tony Storm. Um, mm. She makes reference to her being in stardom mm. um and then off she goes into tony khan's office to yep. get a match so she will be getting her debut soon i'm guessing there there must have been some inside joker because tony shivani says uh wonder if she's interrupting a meeting and uh tazany scalper uh, fucking lose it yeah they they can't stop laughing <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what that was. No. Nope. Um, a Christian Cage segment after that. Um, and he's like looking to bury the hatchet with Adam Copeland. He's like, yeah, let's do this tag thing. Hey, I'm, I'm hey, sorry. Sorry for nice bringing. Guy. Yeah. And then Adam Copeland comes out and and just just uh, unprovoked unprovoked attack. Yep. What a shit bag, hey. And says he's gonna he's gonna take take his belt off him. You know what? Nigel McGuinness was right. That's the whole thing of Copeland being here. He's seen the success of Christian. He's oh I'm I'm gonna ruin this. I can't have him be better than me. Yep. Jealousy. Clearly, jealousy. clearly jealous. Jealous. He's yep. backstage politicking too. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see McGinnis's t-shirt this week, by the way? Oh, what was it again? Oh, the clams. Save the clams. Save the clams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. McGinnis is amazing. But yeah, um, obviously we're having a good laugh at that. Like, But uh, I'm there too. They're bound to have had a match before. Uh, probably. In WWE, they would have. Yeah. Maybe. Can't think of a match of them against each other. I can't think of one, but this will be a big test for Edge because we know Christian can still go. Hey, he's fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, they've had Steel Cage match. Okay, Rebellion two thousand and one. I'd be curious to see if Edge can keep up with Christian these days because uh, Christian can still go. I'm sure he can. They do so. know each other very well. I just hope they don't get in there and do a WWE match. No, that's true. Well, no, I, I think that that's the whole point of them being here. I hope, I hope they. Edge get in doesn't there do really something. know anything else, though. Is the thing. Uh, I suppose Christian done TNA and stuff, didn't they? Christian's been Before around. Got, uh, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, another Continental Classic Gold League match is the main event. Uh, Swerve. Versus Jay White. Uh, this one, think. this one came close to a draw. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had two. I, two, I, get, I two. wasn't too sure if it was because I heard the time being called, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I will say, uh, Sasha's much better at announcing the time than Justin. Yeah, she's a lot clearer. Justin Roberts is like, pretty much, uh, and 
I find like a lot of the, the draws where he's announced the five minute warning, uh, people have completely missed it. But when, when Dasha said it, it was like, she's very clear. It's like 15 minutes elapsed, five minutes remain. Yep. Then, then people reacted to it. Um, yeah. Whereas Justin, people don't react because like, he says it too fast and it just goes yeah, by them. Goes over. Yep, hundred percent. As you um, say, because we we had that happen in Collision where she announced it, and when she announced it, you actually heard the crowd getting very ah, you know, thinking, oh, mm. how's this gonna go? Uh, this was a fantastic match out of these two. Yeah. Um, I had no idea what way this was going to go. The, the way Danielson adds to it as well, he's like, oh, Jay White's the more defensive wrestler, worse words, more uh, mm. offensive, so it puts a, the advantage on, on Swerve. Um, and sort of, they, they, they play that out in the ring where it's, it's like Jay White slowing it down. That and doing the, the, the holds uh, and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, this is probably the closest one. You're like, I'm not sure who wins this because like, you could see either of these guys win the whole thing. Yep. Um, and then when we get the 15 minute calls, they're all trying to finish it like desperately. It's all really good trying to trying to do their 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 uh, you know finishers and that. Um, but uh, Strickland gets it with a counter and the Blade Runner and a roll up. Simple wee move like that. Just eats it out at the, the end. That's, uh, so that's Gold League done for the week. Uh, John Moxie and Swerve Strickland both on six points. Um, then we have Roosh, Jay White are on three points. And then Lethal and Briscoe, nothing. Are on the bubble. Oh dear. <laughs> Um, anything worth talking about for Rampage? Housen. Dan Housen's in-ring debut. Yep, and he he definitely looks like he's beefed up. Beefy Dan Housen. He, he was he was rocking the same sort of size as Trent. That's how much he beefed up. <laughs> but that was decently match. Uh, there was a women's tag match. Just. Sheeta being Sheeta. Uh, mm. And then. No, there wasn't. Wasn't much else. Wasn't much else. Um, but it was the, the tag match was the. And the former JAS against Best Friends and Hook. Oh, yeah, and then Wheeler Yuta came out and commentated. And uh, him and Hook are basically leaning towards at some stage I'm guessing I wonder would that be title for title mm. uh, so Blue League um, on collision starting off with Brody King is Claudio Casnoli I was really hoping as so I watching this one to have me on the agency because I really wanted Brody to Aye. win and but I didn't know if they would actually do it. Um, yep, same. But there's Brody up against probably the strongest guy in AEW, and he still no one has an answer for Brody King. Nope. I loved how this finished. 
because the two of them are beating shite at each other the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, did they have Danielson on commentary again? No, because he he was he had a match. Ah, uh, that's right. Because obviously you had McGinnis there as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> um, that would be interesting. <laughs> oh, that'd be so fucking fun. But um, uh, so the two of them are beating absolute shite at each other. At one point, uh, Claudio does get the big swing, and Brody is like flailing around for Palladium. He sells the crap out of it. And then he, Brody gets up because the two of them are still kicking out. They're doing these big moves on each other and they're still kicking out at one as if they say, like, you know, that this is nowhere near enough yet. Brody does his big uh, gory bomb and then Claudio kicks out at one and it's almost like Brody looks around and is like, right, enough of this. And he just picks him up and he just hurts him with this dirty big lariat and that is that <laughs> done. <laughs> He's just like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm not playing around anymore. I just love this idea of Brody just, like, he's playing with his food the whole time, and he's like, I'm done now. Just yeah. ends it. Um, yeah, it was a very violent match. Aye. I really liked it. Um, and the right guy won. Yep, definitely. They are making Brody out to be just a juggernaut. Um, uh, we had some Samoa Joe, Roderick Strong stuff backstage. Um, so the next Blue League match, we had Andrade against uh, Daniel Garcia. Yep. Um, Andrade lost his first match. Mm, he did certainly he? did. No, no, this is this, this is Andrade and uh, oh, this Danielson's. Is... Oh, their, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's all sort of their introductions. Uh, Garcia lost his first match. Yes, he did against Claudio. Um, yes, and like he, we have the 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 Garcia promo again, the really fiery promo ahead of the match because uh, you know Collision does those those sweet promos at, before the titles. Mm. Um, and yeah, it, it definitely feels like he's, he's a guy who's like, he's ready to go to that next level. Um, but he loses this match as well. Um, mm. uh, it hasn't down by two. Now I don't mind so much as long as this can still springboard him into something. Um, so we got, uh, Matt Menard on commentary. He's given off about him dancing and. There's stuff there. Um, but yeah, that this is a really good match, though, because it is... It's like Garcia trying to prove that, you know, uh, and get the win against, like, a fucking crazy good opponent. Like, Andrade's built up. He's, yeah. you know... Um, he's supposed to be, like, one of the best of the best. Um, and Garcia... Like almost has him in multiple points. Yep. Um, he, he you know he, he gets the 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 dragon tamer reversing it of the the figure eight. Um, he gets some very close two counts. Um, he and but Andrade gets him. Then he he just does a the the his uh, hammerlock DDT finisher. Um, mm. reversing and and then gets the three and then they do the whole 
handshake thing at the the end or sort of cuts away before we see what happens there doesn't it yeah it did it did we didn't get to see what happened yeah because we had a very pissed off looking garcia um, yeah but yeah i think this is this is part of the part of the plan um but hopefully it like actually goes on for for something to to happen after that um willie max says he's gonna fight wardlow for whatever because he beat up air fox i don't know yeah. man. i don't know willie i don't know i like willie mac and all but oh dear <laughs> like, wait, but it's like yeah you beat up my friend so i guess we have to do the wrestling thing <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do like willie mac a lot <clears throat> uh kingdom beat iron savages <laughs> Them two are so fucking fun. Well, actually, all four of the men in this match are very fucking funny, but uh, the Iron Savages have me in fucking stitches. Hey, they have me in absolute stitches. And then this, what is it? Last month it was no neck November, and now it's neck the halls. <laughs> Ronnie Strong uh, fucking <laughs> hitting uh, your man Jameson and then yep. jumping, jumping back into his wheelchair again. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness, Spinel. He's so brave. <laughs> He's such an inspiration. <laughs> Fuck, it's so good having a heel commentator again. One yeah. that does it right. One that does it right again, sorry. Oh, he's fantastic. He's so fucking good. Um a rare appearance by Ethan Page. Um, yeah. Holy fuck. He made I, his appearance count. I guess uh, him be, being in Canada, having him do a big match is going to be a Canadian tradition. <laughs> he challenges Kenny Omega to uh, <laughs> to be the, the king of Canada. I don't know if that's how yeah. Canada works. but <laughs> If that is how Canadian politics work, that would be awesome. <laughs> Does that mean Kenny Omega is the current king of Canada? Kenny Omega is king, president, and just overlord of canada at this rate he's just won all the titles no one can beat him that's um, like jericho's latching on to him he wants to be you know vp <clears throat> it's a match out of nowhere but i uh, tell you what that is gonna be a good match mm. uh partly page has been very active in ring of honor yeah and he's he looks like he's in the best shape ever hey um House of Black beat Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel. Wasn't a squash yep. match by any means. No, it wasn't. It was a decent, decent match. Um, FTR make a run out after the match, proceed to get the shit kicked out of them. <laughs> this was amazing. He's all, you're out here to join the house. I get it, because we're the ones that are always here for you. And he puts the mic down for him, and I'm fucking... FTR bald goes to pick it up and Buddy Matthews just decapitates him with a knee. <laughs> it was genius. Um Yeah. It was. Um Sky Blue says Tony Storm's having a midlife crisis. Hmm. Um, coming from the little, coming from the little moody girl. I love, 
I'm trying to look up. Oh, fuck that. Uh, yeah, she's got that title match. Yep. We all know what's going to happen there. Yep, she's getting a shoot of the face. I mean, that was a short promo. It was definitely better than than any other promo we've seen in Sky Blue. Yeah, yeah that's true. It's a bit more personality in it. Hmm. She's going to shove her shoe up her ass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it definitely didn't feel as... Like, if you even think back a couple of weeks ago to the... You know, the, the Willow Sky Blue... Um, you know, before big transformation thing where she yeah. got rid of the hat. Um, like, her, her promos there, just, they just feel so forced and, you know, reading lines. Mm-hmm. But the, this one didn't feel like that or didn't didn't sound like that it, it, it was like yeah a bit more natural yeah like she wasn't read she wasn't reading something that somebody gave her this was something that she had came up with um if i can go beat kip sabian in a match that was a very good match it was a very good match just uh i like kip sabian it's good to see him yeah Called Vikingo overrated. <laughs> That's right. Um, and Did then we just miss something at Wembley, by the way, because they kept talking about Kip Sabian doing some pre-show thing at Wembley. Right. So he he was like in a panel. Ah, right, 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 right. We wouldn't have seen that. <laughs> gotcha. Which that's kind of shitty. Yeah, <laughs> you'd want to be. Re- right, we're here. We're here in Wembley. You don't get to wrestle though. Sit there and talk yeah. shit. Like you'd think they'd even done a match or two before the cameras <laughs> even started rolling, just for people that were getting what, to their seats. What I do like though is he kept he keep, like no one else on the panel picked this up, but it was really funny what he was doing. Um, right. he he kept saying stuff there like discussing you know who's gonna win this match blah, blah, blah. and he kept saying uh like he's like kenny omega is gonna win the match whether he wants to or not and it's like that's um a reference back to the SummerSlam in wembley there's this little kid they're like talking you know interviewing fans waiting outside right. and this little kid is like bret hart's gonna win whether he wants to or not and you're like that makes no fucking sense <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, uh, Keith Lee backstage. Um, you know we we're talking about the him being like, "I'm coming for you, you, you yep. person." And we're like, "Who's that? Who's he talking to?" Um, and we're like, "Oh, it's good. He's done with the Shane Taylor shit." And then Shane Taylor comes out. And it's all like, uh, "Well, no, Shane Taylor was all, uh, don't you be looking past me." So. <laughs> I think he should look past him, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not, I think... Not, not on Keith Lee's level whatsoever. What are, what are we no. doing here? But I think this is the point. Keith Lee's like, right, fine, I'll wrap you up, and then I've got some fucking serious work to do. Yeah. Uh, sets up a match for uh, Ring of Honor final panel. Um, when is that? Soon? Yeah, because the sooner this gets wrapped up, the sooner Keith Lee can actually do proper stuff. Uh, Mira wanted to kill Andrade, but he didn't. Yep. CJ Perry talked him uh, down. 
Not yet, anyway. <laughs> uh, and then the final Continental Classic Blue League match. Uh, Brian Danielson taking on Eddie Kingston. No, very emotional oh, uh, match. This was this was chop city, hey? It was. Eddie just makes this with a setup and all like the, the promo before. It's like uh, you mm. know, he, he's it's like he's spiraling, he's starting to lose like he put it, these titles up and he lost his first match and now his second match is against Danielson. It's like, oh fuck. Uh, he, he's like he's trying to keep it together. Um he gets across that desperation in his matches as well. Mm. Um, yeah, a lot of slaps and chops in this one. McGuinness was amazing during this match as well. Anytime Eddie was getting the upper hand, he was all, have I ever told you how much I loved Eddie Kingston? <laughs> <laughs> and you can actually hear him clapping and all when Eddie was you know, on the upper hand, but this match was so back and forward. It was amazing. Though. Yeah, I Fantastic. actually... I actually thought it was going to go to the draw. Yes. I, I thought to myself, this is the one that makes sense. This is the one that makes perfect sense. But nope, no draw. Yeah. Danielson gets the win, pulls out the... And the uh, Psycho. The, the um, leaving Eddie Kingston, two, two matches, zero points. Mm. Oh, shit. Um, like, like but you, you were saying last week, Eddie's just that selfless type of guy that he would just yeah, put it, everybody over. But it's not even like it's selfish. I remember this is all about putting on an and you know creating these entertaining stories. What's yeah. better for what? What better thing can Eddie Kingston work with than him going in with all this confidence, putting up two of his titles that he didn't have to do, and then it going fucking south on him? It gives him so yep. much to work with, and we are going to get really good promos out of Eddie over this. Mm. Uh, we are already. It's it's you know this is it's a hundred percent him doing this. It's not like oh, we're taking all this off you. We're going to get squashed. It's like this is Eddie doing what Eddie does best. Yep, and it's fuck everything up. <laughs> 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 but that but that's the story about like they always say like oh he never got to where he should have been because he was self sabotaging that. And it's playing yeah, into that stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and that's that's what he's playing into now. Um, I think Jinky uh, will beat Claudio. See, if he's going to go on this run of downwardness, I don't know. Who is this next match? Do we know? Uh, I'm not sure what the next one is. But, but no, Cla- they haven't announced him yet. Claud- Claudio. Is Claudio in blue? Yeah, Claudio and Danielson are both in blue, so at yeah, some point yeah. they're going to have a match. Um, yeah, I, we definitely have to. I, I think even though the, the, what they're doing with uh, Garcia, like was no, like he was never going to win it, but he needs a big win out of this. He's beat mm. Danielson before, though, hasn't he? He has. Um, maybe I'll do that again. That would be pretty cool. But yeah. Um, I just worry about Danielson's face though when it comes to oh, it's fucking like, guys like every like, time, every time you like Kingston swinging at the face, you're like cringing. Uh, like what's he gonna do when Brody swings? 
Or fucking Claudio. I know. He's not even really wearing a mask. It's an eye patch, really. It's, it's like that thing Mox had when he was doing the fake eye thing. Mm. Is it this one's real? Yeah, this one's legit. Madness. It'll yeah. be good to see where it goes. But uh, the, this this Continental Classic is the it's pretty probably the biggest thing in wrestling at the moment. It's class. Yeah, um, really enjoying it. Hi, yep. uh, no really else to say there. Yep, keep her going. Can't wait. Uh, but that's. I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm not changing my pick though. I'm still sticking with Roosh. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You're crazy. Roosh versus Moxley this week. This is gonna be brilliant. I think it's. I'm convinced it's Swerve. But <laughs> it's it's gonna be class how it goes. I, I, but like, if I had to like say either or, I'd say Swerve or Jay White. But I definitely think it's Swerve. Mm. But that's 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 what I think. Um, I guess I'll do this. Then. I guess so. We'll see. Well, we won't see. You'll hear us again next week. Yep. Sure. Thanks for tuning in. We're, we're away to play Dark Tide. Oh, I. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.